0: Hi, I'm Charlotte. I'm a therapist based in little old New Zealand. Life is too short to walk around feeling crap. So come and join me as we explore how to feel better. Whether feeling better for you is about managing anxiety, improving your relationships, lifting your mood, or working out who you are in this world. This is the place where I hope you will find some strategies and insights that will help you feel better. Thanks for joining me. Welcome to this question and answer time. So just to recap, my new little formula for the podcast will be having a main episode released each week and then a secondary episode that is just a small little kind of bite-sized answer to a question that I have been sent from a listener. So this week's question is about how to support A friend or a family member when they are struggling with their mental health. So I've just got a few simple little ideas of do's and some don'ts in the mix around what it is that you might say or do if someone that you love and care about is struggling with their mental health. So one of the first things that you can do is normalize what it is they are experiencing and relate to this in the best way that you can. So there's some amazing research that suggests that if we can give someone seven minutes of listening to their struggles, that that has a positive impact on their well-being. So being really open, being non-judgmental, one of the key things we know too is unconditional positive regard. So I still really value you and like you and my interest in you, my care for you, my viewing you as a good valuable friend and person is not impacted by what you're going through at the moment. So unconditional positive regard, we talk about that in a therapy sense in terms of someone connecting with a therapy professional like a counsellor Uh, We know that them feeling that sense of unconditional positive regard that we're on their side that we believe in them that we like them is really important to the therapy and I think it's significant as well to let friends and family know that you're not judging them for what it is they're raising and that you continue to hold a positive opinion of them. So normalize and relate but one of the things that I would add into the mix is that sometimes it's really not helpful to compare their experience to your own. So relate in terms of the experiences in general terms that you know I really know what it's like to have those days and how hard that is. I can't imagine what it's like for that kind of those kind of feelings to continue on for the length of time you've experienced or something like that. Really listening to the particularities of what it is that they're saying and relating your own experiences to that. What is not helpful and can really be a pet peeve for some people is when you say, oh, it's just like how dot da, dot 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 and compare with an experience that you have and that can make them feel more isolated and more misunderstood if they've just shared with you and then you're making a comparison that they think it's, it's actually nothing like that. That can really irk someone when they're having their own struggle with some kind of mood or mental health issues. So normalize and relate without trying to do any kind of direct comparison. That is definitely something to avoid. One of the key things is ask them what is helpful and what is not helpful. So is there anything through this time that you're particularly looking for from me? If I was to say or do something to you that was the absolute ultimate support, what would that look like? If someone could kind of wave a magic wand and do something helpful for you, what would that be? If I was to spend an afternoon with you, what would we do together that would really help you? So sometimes that kind of really broad, inviting, open question around what it is that's helpful for them and not, is a really great starting point. Uh, you don't wanna go rolling in with your ideas of what things look like, or oh, you're depressed, right, I'm coming in to clean your house. Maybe that is the their absolute idea of a nightmare. <laughs> Maybe that's totally not what they need. What they want is a walk in the sunshine and a coffee together. Or what they want is, you know, someone to hang out with in the evening and share at a time that they find most kind of isolating and low. So ask them particularly what it is that. That is helpful and what it is that would not be helpful for them at this time. I would add to this that sometimes when someone is struggling with their mental health things are so overwhelming that even the prospect of considering what it is that they would find helpful is hard. So you should ask those beautiful open questions about what it is they might appreciate but also at the same time be prepared to offer a bit of a menu. Now this is actually something I always do Um, when I know someone who is experiencing some kind of grief or loss, is instead of saying, let me know if there's anything I can do to help you. I'm like, actually, stuff off with that question. I probably, (laughs) to be honest, use um, more forthright words than that. But I just, that is one of my pet peeves that people do that. Let me know if there's any way I can help. Like, No, no, if you actually want to help, you will say to me, here are the options A, B, C and D. Which one of these things do you want? Reply with your letter selection rather than kind of asking them to do that work and loading them with the communication back to you. So, for example, you might say, hey, I'm wondering are any of these ideas things that you would appreciate or which one of these ideas do you hate the least is the other way that I sometimes have to frame that if someone is reluctant to receive any support. Would it be coming and babysitting for your kids when they're in bed one night so that you can go out and have a break with your spouse? Is it um, going for a walk together on the beach? Is it uh, being available to text? Is it dropping you a meal or um, spending some time helping you sort out a room of your house or decluttering something? Or what is it that might be helpful for you at this time? What's something that's overwhelming them that you... Um, can see with a little bit of knowledge into their life that you might be able to suggest helping out with you know sometimes it's would it be useful if I took the kids for half a day over the weekend whatever that looks like meal prepping for the days that you find hard and shoving a couple of things in your freezer give them a menu of what it is that you could do and literally I would present that in an ABCDE formula sometimes what I do is I send people that list and say hey Here are some things that I'd be really happy to do for you. Um, I'm gonna check back in in a couple of days and see which one you like the most or hate the least. So be prepared please to give me your answer in a couple of days time. Let them think about it and then come back to them and say, hey, what was the option that you liked Um, from that little list? So think about being able to give them a menu encourage them to seek professional support. So sometimes this whole where do I go for professional support though is really overwhelming for someone if they're struggling. So something you can do again thinking about that kind of menu concept is perhaps help them look at options or use your own personal connections to reach out to someone and say hey have you got any ideas for counsellors who might particularly be able to support this or it might be that you look for online courses that might be helpful for them and even potentially, you know, if you have the resource to do this, pay for them to um, have a first session with someone or to, uh, to do an online course or find them a podcast that might relate to the topic they're struggling with. Think about how to connect them in with professional support and if they are, especially in an overwhelmed space, help to bring together some options for them. So, here are a few people that might be worth trying or even, you know, sometimes being able to flick a message to find out if a particular therapist has got capacity to help can even be useful kind of jumping through some of those hoops and steps for someone. So certainly encourage them towards professional support. Friendship you cannot replace with professional support but professional support adds a whole nother layer and a whole lot of different things into a person's space of difficulty. So obviously that kind of knowledge base, the skills, the thinking about research and what is best practice and where to start and what to prioritize when it comes to particular issues, um, those therapeutic engagement skills, making a space within their life where they're thinking about how am I and what am I doing and what it is that I need right now is also really important. So friendship is amazing but cannot replace the value that professional support brings when someone is really experiencing some difficulty. Also, if a person is struggling with their mental health, obviously that presents some risk to them and to people around them, Uh, and you want to make sure that there is someone who has their eyes over the situation from a risk management, um, risk assessment perspective in terms of being able to ask some of those hard questions, uncomfortable questions about harm to themselves or other people. Uh, Something that I encourage people to do when they are low, so I would talk about this with a client in a session, if there is some risk to themselves, they have thought about plans around harming themselves, they are generally uh, kind of in a category where they might be more impulsive because of addiction issues or drug or alcohol use, uh, where there are risk factors around their gender or age, or their particular kind of situation and interpersonal volatility. One of the things I do with people is I get them to think about the top couple of people that they would reach out to for support. And I work with them on loading up in their phone a text message to those people that says, hey, it's a particularly difficult moment right now. I'm really needing some support in this way. Um, Wondering where where you are are." Uh, you know whether it would work for us to connect at some time really soon, um, or you know being able to kind of give some some direction to your friends and family members, but actually pre-loading that into the person's phone because it is a lot to ask to an overwhelmed, stressed out brain to work out how to word and asking for help text. So something that you could even do with your friend or family member that is supportive is work out who is it that they're going to contact when they are in a difficult space. And that might just be about feeling really lonely or isolated or overwhelmed, or it might be from a risk perspective. Think about getting them to pre-write a text to you even, or having a code word or something that, that they can really easily reach out when they're kind of in that really stuck or difficult moments, so they're not having to work out what to say and what words to put around that. So that can be something that is helpful too, but obviously as a friend you should not be carrying the burden Um, And carrying the weight and responsibility or expected to have professional risk assessment skills and if someone is struggling with their mental health, getting them to a professional who can ask those difficult questions, make plans around their safety, provide some proper assessment of the situation is really important. So encourage them towards that professional support. And the last little tip that I want to give is send encouragement. Um, I know that in terms of showing up for people in my life and in terms of them showing up for me, one of the things that I value most is the little the little things. The little uh, voice note that says, hey, I'm thinking of you. Uh, not necessarily even the how are you message because how are you can be quite infuriating, but you know, I'm sitting here thinking of you, um, wondering about how your day is going right now, sending you all the good vibes or saying a prayer for you or, you know, whatever that kind of looks and sounds like in your comfortable language, but just sending those messages saying, you know, I think, I think this about you, here are the things that I'm believing for you going forward and just sending that love, that aroha to them is really significant. So keep up the encouragement of your friend. You don't have to be the professional in their life, um, and it's important that you're not that person, not in that space, but send encouragement on a regular basis if you can. So just to recap those tips, normalize and relate to them without direct comparison, Give them a menu of what it is that you could do. Ask them what's helpful and what's not. Encourage them towards professional support and send encouragement on a regular basis. So if you have a friend, a family member, a colleague, just someone that you are connected to who is struggling right now, I hope that that gives you some useful advice on how to connect with them and provide some support. Thanks for listening to this episode. I'd love to connect so feel free to find me on Facebook, Instagram or LinkedIn and don't forget to subscribe so you can see when the next podcast episode is out. See you next time.